Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Elizabeth Dutton. Hey, Zaren Burnett. You know what's ridiculous? Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. What, what is I'm it? I'm going to tell you exactly what is ridiculous. You know that guy, Alfred the Great, big friend of yours? Alfred, oh, for the King of England. First King of England. Yeah, uh-huh. Your yeah. pal. Uh-huh, my boy. You're hearing a lot of good things about him. Yeah, more and more every day. I love him, and you want to know why? Uh, he's a benighted figure. Sure, but also... <laughs> Uh, he established an 8 p.m. curfew. Did he? Really? Everyone had to cover their fires and go to bed. He also watered down the beer so that people wouldn't be too drunk to work the next day. Right. But He's I, very responsible. If you're forced to go to bed at 8, <laughs> I, I say thank you. <laughs> you saw me skipping past that. It was a criminal offense to stay up late. I mean, huh. it made sense. They didn't want, like, raiding parties to see the fires. But also, mm-hmm. you know what? Get get at least eight hours of sleep. <laughs> Hello. No, he's very much in your camp of like, look, get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Don't drink too much the night before you have to work. Stay hydrated. Let's let's all keep these Vikings in mind. Don't burn candles. We don't need to burn. Wear sun hats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I fully so it's it's ridiculous. It's not that the eight p.m. curfew is ridiculous. It's the fact that we do not still have an 8 p.m. curfew. Oh, you find that ridiculous? That's ridiculous. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, well, duly noted. <laughs> I'm glad. Are you, let me guess. You have something ridiculous. Oh, girl, do I? And it's not about Ivar the Boneless. <laughs> this one is about an Australian teenager Ooh. who throws a party that's so epic that the police, they have to call out both helicopters and dogs to break up the party. Oh, I like this. <laughs>
This is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It's always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. Elizabeth. Zarin. You didn't do a lot of partying in high school, correct? Like, well, I'm playing like hard party. Define partying. Like you kind of enjoyed the life of a power nerd. Am I? Yeah. Right well, about I that? did party, uh-huh. and by party, I mean I did orchestra before school started. <laughs> I did tennis after school. I did model UN at at noon. <laughs> I went home. I did my homework. I played more tennis with my brother. Uh-huh. And then maybe I watched some television. <laughs> what about so like on let's say a Saturday? Did I part? Oh, on a Saturday? Yeah. I mean, I know, everything, you, but, I know you had your weekday party. Minus schedule. the school. Uh-huh. Everything the same, but minus the school. Okay. Homework, tennis, mm-hmm. partying, right? Yeah, totally. Now, when you got to college, you changed up this oh, schedule yeah. of a hard lot, partying. A lot changed there. And, well, no, uh, when I was a freshman, I called my mom on a Friday night, like the first semester I was there. Uh-huh. And I was just, you know, what are you, what are you doing back at the house? And she was like, "What <laughs> is wrong with you? Why are you in your dorm room on a Friday? Get out there, go get trashed or something." And I was like, "Okay." And then that was all I needed. And then they regret it from that point forward. They being the the university, Ev- or everybody, everyone family, involved? friends, strangers. Well, you had that one house, right? That you live with a bunch of BMX guys. Yeah. Now, I imagine you guys partied pretty well. Sure. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you you did get into the full partying fervor once you got to college. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then I had a lot of wild years after that. And then yeah. Okay. Now I have another question for you. Okay. Uh, did you ever party with Australians? Yes. Oh. Okay. Do you want to? admit anything or confess to anything? I don't know about the statute of limitations. Okay. <laughs> it's usually seven <laughs> years, but we'll just carry this one forward. I uh, I once partied with some Australians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were rugby players. We were up in Humboldt for a big like rugby tournament, and it was a lot of fun. There was Englishmen there and Danes and like all sorts of people who basically are into rugby, which meant, of course, there were Australians, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Australians and the Brits, they have like a rivalry just pretty much wherever they go. It's kind of like Texas and New York people, the Yankees, you know, mm-hmm. not the baseball team, but what they call Yankees down right, south, right. right? It's like they always want to beat a New Yorker in Texas. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with England. Or, you know, the UK and Australia, right? So I'm hanging out with these Australians. And I knew this, like, theoretically. I didn't realize how far this went. So we were late into the party. We're in, like, a basically a frat house. We're actually in a frat house's basement because this is in Humboldt, which is a college town in, in California, Northern California. And we're underneath the basement. We're getting drunk, and we run out of beer, right? And the Australians convince the Brits that the Australians, when they run out of beer, they drink their own urine. So wait, this was like youth rugby. You were like what, eleven? No, no, we're college. We're like a <laughs> high school age, actually. So we're eighteen. Right <laughs> yeah, I am skipping fast. <laughs> we're like eighteen, not youth rugby. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there drinking illegally in this basement in a frat house in Humboldt with these Australians. Some of whom are all those up to like twenty twenty one, so yeah. forth. But basically, it's like a youth rugby, but not quite. It's it's club rugby. I was just messing with yeah, you. I'm with you. <laughs> so <laughs> we get drunk with them. They convince the Englishmen that Australians drink urine when they run out of beer. So they Go one Australian pees in a red solo cup. This Englishman's like, ah, I'll do anything that an Australian will do. And they're like, no, you couldn't. So the Englishman grabs the cup. He's like, yeah, I can't watch this, mate. Drinks down some of the urine. 
everyone in the Australians uh, in the basement loses their minds because they tricked this Brit into drinking their urine. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all just to be tougher than the Aussies. That's when I was like, whoa, partying with Aussies is the next level. And yeah. after that, I did it numerous times. Only the people that were crazier than them that I've come across have been just people who are going to get you guaranteed in jail. Like yeah. Aussies, you're like, you may not go to jail tonight. They're just full throttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really into it. Like, now, Kiwis, like the New Zealanders, they're yeah. like the chill, they're like the Northern California version of Aussies. You oh, know? yeah. So they go, they're like, you would think like, oh, are all the former British, you know, c- colonies like this? No, the Aussies are unique. Yes, exactly. So my point of all that is, imagine if you're a teenager and you're trying to throw the most epic party in Australia. Oh, that's a high That's next bar. level. Yeah. Right? So this story comes to us from an Aussie listener's recommendation. Okay. I had not heard about this, but listener John O'Connor, he wrote in and he said to us, quote, what if I told you there's a ridiculous Aussie crimester whose infamy surpasses even the succulent Chinese mealman? Ask any Aussie about this man and they will know exactly who he is. If you aren't sure who I'm talking about, this guy's story inspired the movie Project X. His name? Corey Worthington. In 2008, the 16-year-old king of culture let loose this message on MySpace. Parents away, tell your mates you don't want to miss it. It's going to be huge. And in fact, it was huge. Now, the kid's name is indeed Corey Worthington, and at the time, he was in fact 16 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And this is the story of Corey Worthington's party. Oh, my goodness. Why are the Aussies coming through with such... Reliable, dude, I'm telling you, they're they're a full tilt culture. God bless them. Now, when I think of Corey's, I think of like, you know, 80s and 90s teen movie Corey's. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite Corey? Corey Doctorow. Corey Doctorow. Corey Booker. (laughs) Corey Booker. Corey Hart. (laughs) All good Corey. All the Corey's. My friend Corey Hawkins. Another solid Corey. You know, all the Corys. Okay, well, those are all solid, solid Corys. So let's not, you know, uh-huh. let's not get tripped up on them. <laughs> My dude, his name, Corey Worthington. Yes. Right? So, Corey, yeah, as I said, 2008, January, this takes place. Now, January, in case you have to keep in mind, this is Australia. So that means it's the summertime. Right, We're in right, the right. Southern Hemisphere. Everything's flipped. Corey Worthington lives in Melbourne in mm-hmm. the suburb of Narwarren, uh, like Warren, like the name Warren. Oh, okay. Nar, N-A-R-R-E, Narwarren. He'd been left home alone by his parents, his mother, Joanne, and his stepfather, Stephen Delaney. Now, Stephen, this dude's a real peach. He's like, he would have been perfectly cast as like the jerk stepfather in just about any 80s teen comedy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, completely. So this guy, uh, Joe the mom and Stephen the stepdad, they're on holiday in Queensland, right? And they know their son for who he is. And so before they leave, they tell young Corey, promise us no parties, right? If you have to tell your kid that, just bring the kid. It's it's not going to, yeah. Yeah, like just leash him up and bring him with Either you. board him at the vet. <laughs> Or bring him with. Or maybe to a family friend. I don't know. But don't leave him home alone. <laughs> no. Anyway, you ever thrown a house party? Has that ever been something you've done? Like thrown a house, I mean, like at your house, thrown a house party. Not like a dinner party, not one of your fancy, Nancy, nice things. I mean like, a, yeah, come over and smash my furniture house party. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, right? Well, I mean, in college, we had some big parties. Yeah, you and the BMX guys. I imagine yeah, you threw we some parties. We had we had a party once where um, the like rival college. I went mm-hmm. to UC Davis yes. and Sacramento State was the rival. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, we didn't pay attention to the football stuff, mm-hmm. but apparently it was the big game the next day. And these Sacramento State guys showed up at our house and mm-hmm. tried to trash it. And one of them tried to steal the phone. 
The phone? Yeah, and I just followed him out and was like ridiculing him. Like, I'm really embarrassed <laughs> for you right now. Why are you trying to are steal our so phone? Are so bad in your life? You're stealing Loser. phones? <laughs> like, oh, you're tough. You got my phone. Okay. <laughs> so, and it wasn't like, I mean, it was a cordless phone in the house. It wasn't yeah, high was, value. So, okay. yeah. We've had, we've had what the kids call ragers. Yeah. So, the, with a rager, your attendance rate is nothing you can really anticipate, no, right? You no. don't know how many you're going to show up. Uh-uh. You're just inviting. And then, you know, they tend to tell other people. Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of how it's set up in Nar Warren, that slow, slow night in January in 2008. Corey Washington, I don't know if the dude had it like that. Everyone just heard his name. They're like, oh, we got to go to this party. I don't know if it was like just a really, really slow night that night. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened, it starts out small, just Corey and a couple friends hanging out at his parents' place. And by the time the police arrived, they estimated it was 500 teenagers. 500? Yeah. But rather than just tell you about all this in small details, Elizabeth, I'd like you to close your eyes. Uh-huh. And I'd like you to picture it. Oh, you got it. It's 2008. Summertime, Australia. It's been brutally hot for the last few days. Uh, there's a well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit on the 10th of January. Mm-hmm. It settled down into the 90s in the next day. And now today on the 12th, the weather is back down to a respectable 80-something, but still hot enough that everyone's looking to have a good time. Yeah. You and Corey Worthington and a few of his mates, you're lying around on his parents' couches, right? Just hanging out at his parents' place. Things are chill. <laughs> Corey gets the bright idea to invite a few more friends over. You guys are having fun, but... What's not going to be a larger, better time with just a few more people? Sure. So Corey logs on to MySpace. <laughs> he, puts, he puts out the word, parents away, tell your mates. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be huge. Now, some friends do show up immediately. And then some more show up. And some more. And some more. And some more. Until it's basically a teen movie. The, right. Just imagine carloads of surf bum Australian teenagers. Shaggy-haired, blonde, mop-haired kids. Everyone's in shorts and flip-flops. Music gets a little louder with every car that arrives. The more kids show up, everything gets a little louder. Now you're seeing all these sun-baked teens. These red plastic solo cups are out there. People have beer bottles, fosters. They've got cans of cider. You're sipping on a, on a bottle of red wine you pulled from the family's wine collection. Oh, it's one of those party. Oh, okay. yeah. You're just drinking right out of the bottle. You spit the cork on the ground. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. Word spreads on MySpace. It just keeps going. Now, soon enough, nearly every teen in the Melbourne area is at Nar Warren for this party. Mm-hmm. Kids are getting drunker. Music's getting louder. The neighbors are starting to get a little bit nervous. Well, sure. they're, they're Australians, but they're not just insane people. They're like, look, we can't have like all these hundreds of kids, and the number just keeps growing. And now the kids have spilled out of the Worthington's home. They're on the lawn, but the lawn can't contain them. Now they're on the neighbor's lawns. They're on the neighbor's cars. They're dancing on the cars. They're throwing rocks at windows. They're kicking over mailboxes. They're trashing lawn gnomes. Whatever there is, they're just <laughs> destroying the place. I would imagine that the street is just choked with cars, right? Funny you mention that. Uh-huh. The traffic is insane. Imagine, okay, you got 500 teenagers, yeah, right? Yeah. Where are they parking their cars? Lawns. Just wherever just they the can. Just on other people's oh, lawns. Pretty much. You know the word Viking? Like, oh, you know, it started out as a verb. You know, it's like, oh, let's go Viking. Like, oh, it's yeah. an activity. These kids decide to go Viking. They just they were just trashing, running them 100%. up. 100%. Parking cars on the grass, hanging from the trees, throwing rocks through windshields. They did not care, right? Now, as they're doing this, the neighbors at this point are in pretty much a full froth. They're panicking, sure. right? So as this chaos and mayhem spreads, the neighbors are cowering in their homes. They just go, it looks like we're going to have to call the police out. So, mm. beep, 
boopy boopy They call whatever nine one one is in Australia. But these teens, they're super past respecting any law that's going to come. A couple uh-huh. responding officers show up, and these like young teens are like, "We don't need any recent Johnny Law joiner in us. Get out of here!" <laughs> right? So the the cops arrive. The teens stop throwing rocks at each other and through windshields and start throwing them at the cops. Oh no! They start throwing bottles at the cops. They start throwing cans at the cops. Now you, you reasonable as you are, you're uh-huh. like, guys, guys, I don't think this is what we should be doing. I mean, these cops are just doing their jobs. Kids ignore you. They're like, hey, hey, this is too much fun. Come on now, mate. We're going to throw your flip-flops. You keep talking like that. <laughs> now, what can these kids possibly do with all these drunk hooligan children just running around throwing things at everything. Flip- but they're not quite flipping over cars, but that looks like that yeah, may be next. Yeah, close. Right? The cops are like, well, what can we do? So they call in the flying squad. <gasps> a bunch of air wing helicopters. They, they have a cops with the chopper, like with the spotlight on the kids because this does nothing. Kids are just throwing rocks at the, yeah. at the police chopper. They're like, hey, that's not going to work. We're going to have to come up with something else. What do you think we should do there, Gary? And so he's like, well, we could call in the dogs. And so then they no. bring out the canine unit. They'd set the dogs loose on no the kids. No way. No way. <laughs> so this is after hours of a, basically a stalemate, the neighbors cowering in their homes. They're just thousands of dollars of damage are being done in this quiet little neighborhood. And finally... It all comes to not when the dogs do what nature does best and scares human beings. So the children, the teens, they all run off and the party is over. And now it's just cops, dogs, and Corey Worthington and his mates. So what do they do? And Corey's like, oh, hey, there they go. You need to go inside before your neighbors get a piece of you. So he goes inside and... Now, what do we do with all of this bedlam and chaos? His parents are out of town. His neighbors are pissed. Thousands of dollars of damage have been done. The police have been called out. Not just the police, but their dogs have been turned on his (laughs) friends. There's helicopters have been called out. Who's going to pay for all this? Oh, my goodness. After this short break, I'll be back to tell you what happens when Corey's parents get home. Oh, It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. 
As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every crime I've studied, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. You don't want to worry. You just want peace of mind. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. For every ridiculous robbery and theft we talk about, it's pretty obvious the crimes could be avoided with a solid security system. A good home security system keeps people prepared and aware. Simply Safe is that system. It was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by U.S. News and World Report. And it doesn't just protect your home from crime, it also alerts you to fire, floods, and other emergencies. They offer sensors and cameras backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There are no contracts, and there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. That's simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Today I'm gonna to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Okay, Elizabeth, so we're in Narwarren, Australia. We've mm-hmm. just witnessed an epic rager take place. You've tried to reason with the kids. They, they didn't listen to they you. They won't listen to my rum-soaked bones. No, <laughs> but you tried, and I, I, I appreciate the effort. Thank you. Well, after all the damage gets tallied up and all the mailboxes get set aright, the teens have done an estimated 20 grand worth of damage, and the police have a bill that they would like someone to pay. Yeah. So they're like, Corey... Where's mom and dad? And he's like, oh, about that, mate. So as he's sobering up the next day, the cops come back around. They're like, look, Corey, how, how did this all get going? What happened? And Corey's, you know, there's news cameras here. Because they so want he doesn't the news story. get taken into custody. They're he's just briefly, like sleep it off He's briefly now. taken into custody, but it sounds like he's only in police custody on the scene from what, right. all the reports. It does, he's not like taken into the station and yeah, then released. Yeah. It's more like he's taken into police custody. But first they tell him just to go inside. And then later on he's like, so that's what I did, right? Now, when the next day when the news cameras are there and the police are there and everyone's trying to sort out what happened, his parents are still not home. Corey gets uh, on the news and somebody's asking, they're like, so uh, how did this all start? And he's like, I can't remember. I was just off my head. So he's like <laughs> trying to plead ignorance. Now, that's not going to work, Corey. So this news of this epic party spreads across Australia because everyone's like seeing like, you know, all the reports on MySpace, the news cameras have shown up and they're telling all that the damage has been done. The neighbors are giving, like, aggrieved interviews to the camera, being like, I can't believe what they did to me, lawn gnome, right? (laughs) So the television news, they want to hear the story. So there's, you know, there's a competition who can get Corey for an interview, right? Mm. The person who wins this competition is Layla McKinnon. Now, Layla McKinnon, she uh, works for a show called uh, A Current Affair. Now, we had that show here, but it's it's their version in Australia. Yeah. 
Elizabeth, I don't think I can accurately convey to you what this interview was like, so I'm just going to play it for you. But, yes. Uh, oh, my goodness. But first, I need to set up just a couple of the visuals. Okay. Okay, I want you to imagine Corey Worthington. This kid, he looks like a surf rat teenage boy, you know, just like total uh, Oceanside, mm-hmm. Huntington Beach kind of surf rat, like the little surf grom kid, right? Okay. <clears throat> now, he has blonde hair, shoots out from underneath his little flat brim ball cap. He's got on, like, his hair looks like like angry churlish straw, right? Okay. So, so you got that? Now, he's wearing bright yellow Karen Walker-style sunglasses, okay? <laughs> they're huge, but not comically big. Like, like they're just really big. Yeah, oversized. Right? Over, thank say. you. That's the term, oversized. Now, he's shirtless on screen. Oh, of course. He's wearing a hoodie that's open, like one of your zip-up style hoodies. Uh-huh. He's got its faux fur on the lining, which we can see on the hoodie. And he's got a big nipple ring that looks kind of fresh. And he keeps trying to make sure that it's in, it's in camera. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Prominently flamed. Now, Meanwhile, there's Layla, and she is a bright-eyed blonde. Now, she's a broadcaster, news broadcaster, journalist, and she's also somewhat perky and sunny in her disposition. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, she's somewhat conservative underneath. So it's clearly an act, this perkiness, because as you'll see, he gets her to reveal her true self. wow. So just imagine Fox News, but Aussie style, right? Oh, my goodness. So these are our combatants. And uh, (laughs) surf rat Aussie teen versus perk and conservative news host. You got it? Yes, I got it. I'm ready. A choice of arena, the live TV interview. The teenager, Always the best. You know, and the teenager already has the advantage, but the, oh, yeah. the adult doesn't recognize it because no. they think, oh, I'm the professional the and hubris. I know what I'm doing. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So our opening salvo seems friendly enough. This is Layla. Corey, thanks for joining us. The only question that I can think to ask is, what were you thinking? Um, I wasn't really. Did your parents say you could have a party? Um, No. So now we have our battle lines drawn, right? <laughs> Let's see where journalist Layla McKinnon takes this line of questioning. So why did you? Um, I don't know, it was just a get-together with a couple mates at first, and then we thought we might as well just have a bit of a party, and then it sort of just got out of hand, and yeah. Yeah. And yeah. At this point, Layla's still friendly in her demeanor, and then she's really after the facts of this story, right? But she also wants to get to the real drama, his parents. Yeah. Well... 500 people turned up, the air wing of the police force, the dog squad, your neighbor's cars were being destroyed. What have your uh, parents had to say, Corey? Now, Corey's, like, kind of cool about this. Um, I haven't really talked to them because every time they call, I don't answer. Because, yeah, they probably try to kill me. So that's a short-term strategy. Being an adult, she attempts to warn Corey Worthington that there will be consequences for his party. He cannot just wait till this blows over. (laughs) But Corey is what you call an optimist or a teenager, and he's (laughs) unwilling to hear this reality that she's presenting him. Now, Layla takes back over her line of questioning, and she basically tries to focus on the parents. She wants to get now to the full drama, right? Uh, You're going to have to talk to them eventually. What are you going to say? Um, sorry. Are you sorry? Now, this becomes a new theme for her questioning. She just drills down on the question. Is he really sorry or not? Yeah. Why this matters to her? I don't know. But Layla will not let it go until she gets her apologies. And in this case, she kind of becomes like a surrogate mother, which Mm -hmm. is real fun. Oh, God. Now, back to Layla. You don't sound very sorry. But I can't be exactly blowing what happened because it wasn't in the house. It was out in the street and I didn't do it like... The police said, you stay inside so you don't get in trouble. So I did what he said. So 
Okay, well, look, that's all well and good. Right. At, the, at the end of the party, Corey, that's yeah. you're, you're good there. But Layla, she's laser focused on getting this apology and she wants it to happen live on air. She's got to scoop uh, everybody. A, yeah. So she's got to get this. I apologize. I'll give you a little hint. That ain't happening. I, I would guess, yeah. Why don't you take this opportunity now to apologize to your parents and to your neighbors who have said today that they were frightened? Well, I've already, I've already offered like to say sorry to them and stuff when I see them, so I will say sorry now for everything that happened. Why don't you and... take your glasses off so we can see you and then apologise mm -hmm. to your neighbours for frightening nah, them? Nah, I'll leave these on. Nah, I like them. Now, at this point, the, Wait, su the sunglasses have become a... Go ahead. What's your he's question? wearing sunglasses through the whole interview. whole interview, and he refuses to take them off. He's just sitting there with this, like... Uh, poop-eating grin on his face. <laughs> and the sunglasses have become this major sticking point. It's like the adult wanting to smack the sunglasses right. off his face, but she can't because it's a live interview and he's on, you know, he's not in the, on set So they're with not her. standing together. No, he's on location, basically, and there's just a camera and he's just talking oh, to the camera and she's sitting okay. there on set behind a desk looking all prim and oh, proper. Oh, okay, okay. So Layla tries to get uh, back to the issue of Corey's parents, right? They've, they might be fined $20,000... Are you going to try and pay that for them? Yeah, but I don't think it's fair they'll be fined it because what happened, it was my party, but it could have just been any random person walking in the street doing it. What well, happens all the time. No, <laughs> he's basically trying to hack like all this damage, $20,000 worth of damage just to happened. his neighbor's houses. Could have happened if some, you know, street walking stranger just happened to pass how in the neighborhood. How many just... times? How many times? We talk about this all the time. Have I been sitting at home mm -hmm. and a rando shows up yep. and throws a 500 person party <laughs> on my front porch? Yes. I'm like, it's trashes not, all your neighbors' homes. Yeah, and I'm having a great time there, but, yeah. you know, come on, not You're me. You're like, I didn't ask for this to happen. No. This no. was chance. Serendipity, <laughs> one might say. So at this point, both Layla and Corey are around the bend. Like, this our interview has pretty much gone off the rails, but yeah. Layla refuses to admit it to herself, and she's like, I'm going to get this apology. <laughs> right? So the battle is not yet over, and it's all still playing out live on air, which, as I said earlier, gives the teenager the advantage. Oh, your parents were out of town. You put out the invitation. You started it. Why don't you make a grown-up decision now and accept responsibility, take off those glasses and apologize to everybody that you frightened, to the police who were forced to retreat and whose cars have been damaged, and to the community who have had to pay for this? Take, your, take off your I'll, glasses and apologize to us. I'll say sorry, but I'm not taking off my glasses. Why not? Because they're famous. Because your glasses are famous. Yeah. Now, at this point, she's playing <laughs> completely into his game, but she still doesn't see it yet. She's no. still trying to drag him into her adult world, but she doesn't understand that she's just the foil to his exactly. world. And making him, she's going to become a star on the internet as soon as his interview uh -huh. is over, right? Because he understands TV better than she does. Why are your glasses famous? I know. Everyone likes them, so I know I'm not taking them off. You're pretty happy with the way you look and the attitude you've got, are you? Yeah, my parents aren't, but I am. She, at this point, she's, she knows that she's lost, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> she, she has to be seeing the YouTube clip spooling uh -huh. before her eyes. And now she's just trying to salvage what little dignity she can from her professional life, right? <laughs> okay, Corey, we've got to wrap this up, but what would you say to other kids who were thinking of partying when their parents are out of town? Get me to do it for you. Get you to do it for you. Not don't do yeah. it. No, nah, get me to do it for you. Best party ever so far. That's what everyone's been saying, so... 
Oh. <laughs> and, and if that's not enough, right? If he hasn't just cemented like his legacy, this is the perfect kicker for their interview. And he's trying to make sure that the whole world talks about his party because the video from this interview becomes the most watched video in January of 2008 oh. around the world, right? No way. Here's the last bit. Well, we've got to go, but I suggest you go away and uh, take a good, long, hard look at yourself. I have. Everyone has. They love it. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Done. And just like that, he became world famous. Oh you know that in Layla's mind, she thought she was going to get the interview and chastise him and he'd feel so bad. And oh, yeah. She'd get to be the voice uh -huh. of reason. And, and all of Australia get that, behind her. And because and, I've seen that before when people are sort of in emergency situations and they think they can stop it. And it's like, they can't. Yeah. Just, you, yeah. you have to Legend. let nature play You're out. You're not the boss. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so now I promised you that I'd tell you about when Corey's parents got back. Yes. So they're still away at this point. This is like we're 62 hours before any real contact between Corey and the parents. Hold so on. They get home and they get home in time for an interview. So within 48 hours, he's been on the news. Uh -huh. He's done the live on air interview with Layla McKinnon which cements his fame as the coolest teenager in Australia, if not the world. And uh, this means that his parents are w watching this from afar, right. watching their son become like, famous <laughs> for trashing their home and pissing off all their neighbors. So, 62 hours later, after the party, the parents finally make their way onto the local news. They've come home. Corey, okay. Corey is gone, and the news cameras are still at their house. So they're like, hey, you guys got a moment, right? So the parents decide to do an interview because they're trying to speak to their child. So they wanted to talk to no. Corey through the TV interview, right? So remember how I said that stepdad, Stephen Delaney, was kind of a villain from an 80s teen movie? Yeah. Wait till you hear him. Oh, no. Okay, so when he's asked about his stepson, Corey, staying away from the family home, Stephen Delaney has a message for his stepson, one that he shares with a local confused newscaster <laughs> have enough guts just have enough guts do you better show up been plenty long enough that's like his answer to a question about what he wants he's just talk, talking have, right you better to show the son yes. y'all stayed way away <laughs> exactly. during this whole like you why didn't they immediately come home when this happened but they were on a holiday. I don't they know. Were at, I think, they were at Sandals getting their hair braided. This is the teen comedy movie of it all. It's totally. like, the parents should stay away. They're like, well, we did pay for this vacation, so uh -huh. we're going to enjoy it. Honey, yeah. let's go play shuffleboard or whatever the <laughs> hell they do. Now, uh, Corey's mother, Joanne, she was far kinder in a more motherly way, right? So she says, uh, now, keep in mind, the stepfather's trying to talk through the cameras at Corey. Like, look, you need to come home, right? right? Like you um, would talk to a, like a kidnapper. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, the mother, she's like more reasonable. So she's talking to the newscaster and she's saying, don't know where he is. Obviously, we're keen to get him back home. We need to work through this with him and the police. We need to, you know, sort everything out. Now, at this point, Corey has, has been refusing to answer any of their calls. They have not spoken with him. And this is absolutely infuriating the stepfather. So on the interviews... His air, his anger is just boiling out. So he, when he when he gets asked about Corey, he's like his arrogance that he's demonstrated and his blase has obviously been hopped up because all these mates on the side egging him on. So now he's like, it's not just Corey's fault, but all his friends. He's got these ne'er do well mates. Yeah. So Corey's stepdad, living trope that he is, <laughs> he's also focused on property over everything else. Right. He's right. like. We've got our home back to some semblance of order. We've been very lucky hadn't been physically trashed, but it's been, I suppose to put the best word forward it, it's been violated. 
You know, like the condition of the house was disgusting. Just no respect, no regard. No. His mom, however. <laughs> he's like Australian Irish right now. <laughs> I, he's, he's moving around a little bit. All right. So we will be free to say that his name is Delaney. What can I say? Stephen Delaney. How am I going to contain that kind of Irish? I understand. I understand. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. It's have, uh, that's why I don't do these because I can't. Oh, I do. I, so. If I can remember to speak out of the side of my mouth and then the accent will stay. But as I get heated, it moves to the center and I'm like, oh, like a normal human being. It's good. It's yeah. good. Anyway, so Joanne, she's says the mother, he has to realize the damage he's created and he has to take responsibility. Now, the local news, they give the stepfather the last word in this interview, right? Now, what do we think Stephen Delaney's going to say in his last oh, moment? Oh my gosh. Something like a catchphrase from a John Hughes 80s movie. Yep. John Hughes, right? Yeah, that's okay. him. Yeah. So Stephen <laughs> Delaney says, he obviously put himself on public display and he's going to make himself a bit of a sitting duck. He just has to stop what he's doing. Just stop it. <laughs> Just stop just it. Stop it. He stop just, it. He wants to hit him with <laughs> yeah, a rolled up exactly. newspaper. I'm like, I we're getting a lot of insight about his parenting style. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, after staying away for as long as he physically can, Corey <laughs> eventually has to return home. I guess his parents or his friend's parents are like, look, Corey, you need to go sort this out, mate. Yeah. So he sorts it out with his mother and his stepfather. And then he gets immediately to working on capitalizing his newfound fame. Of course. He says, look, I got to raise this 20 grand I owe these people. Well, that yeah, that's true too. <laughs> so after this little short break, I will tell you about how Corey capitalizes on his fame and does everything one would expect of a reality star. Perfect. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So, Elizabeth, you are a teenager. You throw the most epic party ever. You become famous on the news. Your uh-huh. parents eventually allow you back in the home. What do you do next? Throw another party. That'd be a good one. <laughs> and that's pretty much exactly what happened. But first, you have to wait for all the people who are hangers-on and charlatans who surround the famous and go, hey, we can leverage yeah. this. Enter Max Markson, agent for celebrities and I guess stars will say. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Oh, wow. Yeah, a hustler. Yeah. So yeah. Max Markson, hustler, he shows up <laughs> and uh, I quote, he did a great party in the wrong place. We're going to put on a great party in the right place. Oh, and gross. He had it and get paid for it, too. Right. <laughs> so Max Ew. Markson takes upon himself to do what? Teach Corey to become the center of every party that we know and love, a DJ. Oh, God, it just, gets worse. It's just what the world needs, another arrogant Is he going to be a brand ambassador? Like, <laughs> So, yeah, instead of taking responsibility, he becomes party expert and local <laughs> DJ. So Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the adult world, they take a different response to Corey's fame, and someone creates a website. Uh, it's like a flash animation website. That for people who are irritated by this arrogant teenager, right? And the, there is a digital version of Corey, and it's called slapcory.com. Oh, equally gross. And the idea was that if you, quote, want to slap some sense into Corey, you had this enormous hand, and you could hit Corey, <laughs> this flash animation Corey, with this huge hand, and then be satisfied by that violence, I guess. 1.1 million plays after a few years of this website being active. There, it no longer is active, but there it was. There are three kinds of people playing that. Yeah, okay, lay it on me. The first kind opens the website, sees it, and is like, oh, ha, 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 good one, and closes it. Uh-huh. The second kind, they say, oh, ha, 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 they like one, two, three, slap, See closes the game's it, like. uh-huh. never opens it again. Mm-hmm. And then there are the people who need to be on a watch list because <laughs> they're sitting there and they're spending like eight, 12 hours just repeatedly in a flash slapping game. Corey. Slapping Corey. Filming themselves, <laughs> slapping Corey, uploading that onto Discord. Like if I think that they should have done some sort of regulation that if you were logged into that page for mm-hmm. more than 35 seconds. You had to talk to a the therapist. Cops come. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I could see that playing out. Or yeah. cur- mandatory curfew. Man- go to bed. 8 p.m. Go to bed. Yeah, and it's not like the curfews we have today. I'm talking about an Alfred curfew. Just like go in to bed. bed. You have to be in bed, to bed by 8 p.m. Yep. Okay, like, okay, I'm with you. <laughs> you <love that>. well, <laughs> I just want someone to support my early bedtime. I'm, I'm seeing that someone with power. That's and a, a and really an early army. bedtime, too. <laughs> exactly. I like that. <laughs> I don't I don't let myself indulge like that very often. <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting for the purple hour when the light changes when it's dawn. I'm like, oh, time to go to bed. I can see the light coming back. You're like, I can see the light going away. Time to go to bed. It's 8 p.m. <laughs> That's why the summer is so hard for me. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> 
like, okay, well, back to our man, Corey yes. Worthington. He's become a DJ. And uh, as everyone knows, that is pretty much the sign of the times we live in. And uh, there's also something he learns early, which is no such thing as bad fame in this world. Uh, yeah. Yep. So it pays to be an arrogant and he becomes, uh, you know, pretty much the owner of a small fortune very quickly. Within a few months, he's got about $200,000. What? Then comes the reality TV show, Big Brother. They're like, hey, Ugh. you want to be a contestant? So Corey gets to parlay his fame into a spot in the Big Brother house. And that he's, by the way, can you guess how much you're getting paid per episode to be on no, Big Brother? $10,000. Really? $10,000 per episode. Yep. That's so, the people will sell their souls for, for 10 grand an episode. But Shameful. unfortunately, the uh, his time didn't last long because uh, he was one of the first people voting <laughs> out. <laughs> Surprise. After 19 days in the house, he got booted. Apparently, everyone else in the show thought he was an arrogant uh -huh. so like out so around the same time we're now up to about may 2008 he gets famous in january we're into okay. may, may 2008 so Corey is uh back to work on his dj lessons and uh, <laughs> he's getting ready he debuts by the way when he started big brother he debuted his first track he had a electro dance song ready for listeners that he had as his intro music when he walked onto the big brother set oh, that was wow. the first taste of what he was going to do can you oh, guess wow. what he did for his electro I i'll give you a hint it's yeah. a it's a cover song help me out. oh it's a cover uh -huh. what did he cover a band you like band the beastie like. boys you fight got a fight right. for your right to party. Snooze, snooze. <laughs> How facile. Come on, man. He's going to a mediocre DJ school. Oh, very much so. And also partnering with very questionable business partners. Uh -huh. So the song quote was released exclusively on youmenow.com and 3Mobile. That's so, where we all get all of our best music. According to the promo materials that I found for this song's release, <laughs> oh, no. quote, there have been extreme responses as 17-year-old Corey Worthington, mainly along a generational lines. Corey Worthington embodies traditional teenage rebellion, but played out in a new arena, Web 2.0. MySpace was used to publicize the party. YouTube spread the video worldwide. And now, you, me, now users are expanding and <laughs> merchandising the Corey story. Merchandising the Corey story. Oh, Corey God. has spent the last few months completing local and international filming commitments and also watching <laughs> Doing a Corey enter the lexicon as teenagers host out-of-control out parties throughout the world. Oh. Hey, guys, what are you doing over there? I'm just doing a Cory. <laughs> doing a Cory. <laughs> Dropping a Cory. <laughs> You're in the bathroom doing a Cory. Setting the Cory loose in the pool. <laughs> so after that cover song in his short time on Big Brother, Cory Worthington, he's got to keep this fame snowball rolling. So what's he going to do next? I don't know. <laughs> Release an energy drink? No. <laughs> he does an ad for Australian insurance companies. <laughs> the hottest DJs are all doing insurance ads. Exactly. It's for like an Airbnb style rental company. So one what? of the executives, Chief Marketing Officer Brent Smart. Oh, Brent. From IAG, he says, which is the parent company that owns uh -huh. this insurance company, he defended the casting of Corey and uh, some media. And so I saw him, he had this choice quote, and I quote, Corey has firsthand experience when it comes to throwing an epic house party. And in the ad for it, Corey tells the potential customers, quote, guests can get out of control, and I should know. Uh, if that's not so corny. If that's not cheesy and corny enough for you, Corey later on says, <laughs> and I quote, you never know what your guests are going to get up to, what shenanigans are going to go down in your spa. The last thing you want is for your guest holiday to become your headache. Like he's now a responsible <laughs> party thrower. Like, five months into his fame. Five months. But here's the thing. Like I can see like on one hand, this ad campaign worked because check it out. We're talking about it. Yeah. 
But really, is anyone watching it? I mean, like, I was kind of on the fence. And then old Corey, he I'm going to go up. with IAG. Oh, because if they can handle Corey's mayhem, <laughs> they can handle my son, Barry. He's hot property. If they got Corey for an ad, they must be cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and in case you were wondering, he was still wearing the same yellow sunglasses. Cause of course. That's what he how he could be famous. Otherwise, he'd look to look like just about any other Australian teenage boy. Yeah, and he said was, the glasses you know, white are kid famous. With blonde hair. Yeah, glasses are famous. That's He knew it. He yep. knew why he was famous, right? Yeah. So... Time passes on as it does for all people and all things. Eventually, his fame, his sunglasses, it loses some of its luster. And uh, he basically becomes an inspiration for art at this point. Okay. And so by 2012, his fame gets milked one more time. He becomes the inspiration for the aforementioned film Project X. Not the Matthew Broderick, let's free them. No, not the really good Project <laughs> X. No, it was a party movie. Now, in true to form, that film became 2012's most illegally downloaded film on BitTorrent. So Whoa. keeping it, you know, revolutionary, so, radical, yeah, and running brand. amok. On brand. There was one more epic free-for-all in Corey's future. Okay. By 2015, Corey Worthington once again emerges from the ether <laughs> of his former fame or whatever it is. And he becomes the pitch promo man for Clean Slate. So for, for Father's Day holiday that year in Australia, this company discovers that uh, Australians, about 75% of them, uh, believe that they have something that they would like to admit to their father. They'd like to clean the slate, so to speak, right? Oh, my God. There's something bad that they've done and that they would like to, you know, let, oh my God. let dad know. And Father's Day, apparently, is the day to what? just ruin with the confession. God, seriously? So the, the now heavily tattooed former teen party boy has a hand tattoo that says, not sorry. <laughs> oh, God. This man, he takes oh his God. stepdad on a private plane and then they're on the ad he apologizes for all the stuff he'd put him through at in the long past. last yes now his, his stepdad Stephen delaney is there is like all right so apparently <laughs> they sorted i, all I can't out. get past clean slate is it clean slate clean slate com? Com, yeah Oh, yeah. Wow. So uh, at this point, he's uh, still a party planner. Uh, no word on his DJ career. I haven't seen any new releases lately, but he's uh, he was working on an app for party planning last we heard from him. And mm -hmm. it, but his promised app, he's yet to come to be. Well, that's better than what I was kind of anticipating. You were going to tell me. I thought it was going to be like in that Penguin movie. Every time Morgan Freeman would start a scene... Sadly, I just turned it off. <laughs> I didn't want to hear anything beyond that. I only saw like little bits of that. You movie. knew there was about to be one less yeah. penguin. Sadly, I, oh, I'm noping out of that. So I thought you were going <laughs> to now sadly, and I'd have to be like gritting through it. Well, sadly, we've come to the <laughs> end of this tale. But I have one last brush with fame. In 2018, Corey showed up as a competitor on Australia's Ninja Warrior TV oh, show. Yes. And that was the last time he stood in the spotlight. He did well, competed well, but he ended up falling in the water, got disqualified. Yeah. But man, what a hell of a run for just Corey. one epic teenage party. Wow. That's yep. incredible. Pretty good, right? I figure that's... It's uh, ridiculous, really. It's definitely ridiculous. For yeah. one kid to get that much of a run off of throwing a hell of a party. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth, what's our ridiculous takeaway? Hmm. I think... A couple things. Oh, you do? One, everyone has to have a good pair of sunglasses <laughs> to yes. be your famous sunglasses if everything falls apart. Mm -hmm. Two, let's all be DJs because mm -hmm. apparently <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> and uh, three, if you're a parent and you've got a little wild boy in the house, mm -hmm. don't leave him at home. Okay, I think I think those are all fair. The last one I, have, I take issue with as a former <laughs> wild boy, I think you, you have to just go, look, anything you do is going to be on you. 
Yeah. Make them responsible early on. That's what my family did. Good so I, I knew that I had to be able to get away with it. It wasn't just that I had to do it. I'd be able to get away with it. So that's what Corey thought. He didn't really cover that. And we talk about this often with our criminals. It's not just the crime, but you got to have a plan for how mm-hmm. you're going to get away with it. But I think he also kind of encapsulates the the whole, what I think must be terrifying to parents, especially of teens, is mm-hmm. when the kid says, well, what are you going to do about it? Yes. And then the parent has to reckon with the fact that, well, what am I going to well, do yeah, about that was, yeah. So in this case, it had to escalate to, I'm gonna, we're going to turn dogs on we're you. We're going to go to violence. Yeah. Old school nature violence. But I think there's that moment, I think, that when kids find out, mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it? And the parents are like, ooh. Yeah. Yep. That's that's, exact, that's my moment. takeaway is basically what Leela McKinnon learned on live on TV. Yeah. Don't go after a teenager unless you have a plan. <laughs> Kids be like, oh, I've got this. I'm yeah. older. I'm wiser. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. They no, have things kid. you've never thought about. They live in a world you don't know exists. Exactly. Exactly. Got to be wiser than that. Yeah. Well, my other question for you is, uh-huh. would you qualify Corey Worthington in as official ridiculous crime approved rude dude? Oh, totally. Now, he, I think in the rude dude battalions, he's kind of over off to the side because rude <laughs> dudes so? in general. He's are- like in the Billy Idol wing. Yeah, he's definitely, he's in the Billy Idol wing of the Rude Dudes. Okay. Most of the Rude Dude Nation, the the Ridiculous Crime fans, mm-hmm. solid folk. Yeah. Just cool. Yeah, Ridiculous Crime family, solid folk. But, you know, we all have in our family some, like, fringe elements who get, act out. Mm-hmm. We love them. They're a little bit wild. Yes. But some they're unpredictable. families that are the fringe. <laughs> They're unpredictable. So, yeah, that's that fringe. They're fringe element rude dudes, but 100% rude dudes. (laughs) I like that reading. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm Zaren Burnett. Over there is... Zaren Burnett. Zaren Burnett. So you can find us online at Ridiculous Crime on both Twitter and Instagram. If you got a tip for us, hit us up. If you got a crime you'd like to share with us, come confess. We're not going to judge you. We're just going to tell everyone about it. If you want to send us a link to your DJ work, (laughs) hip-hop. Pop. <laughs> Email us at ridiculouscrime at gmail.com. Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zaren Burnett. Produced and edited by party planner to the stars, Dave Kustin. Research is by the head of the air wing and superintendent of the skies, Marissa Brown. The theme song is by Thomas, smoke them if you got them, Lee, and Travis, when does the band go on, Dutton. Executive producers are Deputy Chief Inspector Ben Bolin and intrepid Aussie journalist Noel Brown. Ridiculous Crime. Say it one more time. Ridiculous Crime. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.